not so much an epiphany, but a feeling of being at home mm. and being completely inspired by home. Um, and from that day, I, I became a street dancer and started dancing in the clubs. And I met a young lady that I think you guys know, Miranda Garrison. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I was coming out of the club because I would, I would work during the day, run home, take a little nap, hit the club <laughs> at about 10. Um, and you would, I would take several different changes of clothes because I sweated so much. Um, and I was running out of the club to change my shirt. And I ran into Miranda. Now, I was big. She's a, a voluptuous woman. Chest first. Boom. You we literally ran into, ran into each other. No, we literally ran into <laughs> each other. And I don't even know how, but it was like, you want to dance? And that was the beginning of... Uh, and of course, she had training. and Yes, she had training. Uh, she was a trained dancer and uh, a young actress. Um, and she became my partner. Um, and we started, we first competed at a club. It was called Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. It was later turned into Chippendales. Mm -hmm. Down on Overland. Absolutely. Yeah. We danced we there. there. The yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and we, um, we competed wow. against that night at our first competition, which was such a big thing. I can remember everything about how she was dressed. Mm. Blue like wraparound dress, little black sandal <laughs> heels, so so sexy stack perm. I can't remember anything about me, right. nothing about me. I mean stack perm, yeah. just a right. stack perm. Um, with that smell too. And <laughs> all of like the best street dancers were in that competition: Shabadoo, Jeff, No No, um, Nucci, everybody. You know, flamethrowers and suits right. that yeah. lit up, and <laughs> popping and locking and. And what we decided to do was we decided to to do uh, to couple dance to to Stevie Wonder's Golden Lady and do something romantic, mm, completely opposite Com of everybody else. Of everybody else, and um, we do this very sensual dance, which later on I kind of left it as as our little secret. But she kind of brought the cat out of the bag recently in a um, a documentary about behind the scenes of. Dirty Dancing. Mm. Um, I live in Milano, and she calls me in Milano, and she says, there's this documentary, and um, we want to talk about you. And I'm like, why do you want to talk about me and Dirty Dancing? And she was like, you know why. And I was like, okay, and we need the rights to this information and the footage. There was some footage that went along with it. Mm. Well, that style in Dirty Dancing up in the, mm. the little shack up there, mm -hmm. That was us. Yeah. Wow. That was what we did. Mm, yeah. And I left it alone. I was happy it was there. She never said anything. And then 20 years later, she like, um, yeah. we had some footage. And so that is what we did that mm. night in our first contest. Mm. And the people went crazy. Mm. The end of the number. I don't, I didn't even, we didn't even plan it. But you know when you're in the moment and you feel the energy in the room, mm -hmm. it was just dip after dip after dip. <laughs> and I finally, I dipped her to the floor and I looked at her and I walked out of the club. Ah! <laughs> I just walked out of the club and left her laying on the Feeling floor. Feeling the moment. Left her like heaving. <laughs> just left her there and I could hear the crowd go up. Just you know, crazy. inside, go up. So still today, you know, people that were there were like, oh, and when you and left you her walked. on the floor and walked out of the club, 
So that was like the beginning of, of, uh, of everything. Um, uh, somehow from there, I was in a, another club uh, called Paradise Ballroom, mm-hmm. which later turned into The Rage. Mm-hmm. Not The Rage. Wait. The, the Roxy? No. No. Um, it'll come to me, or it'll come to you. On um, Highland, below Santa Monica. Revolver. Apache. Revolver. Revolver. No. Revolver. No, that's all in West. That's all in WeHo. Mm. Um, Highland Probe. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Ah. It later turned yes. on the probe. Yes. Turned into the probe. Yes. Um, it was called Paradise Ballroom, and everybody oh in the circuit went there. Mm. And I was at this time. I'm sure I was 20. And uh, Saturday night, club is full, and this woman walks up to me and asks me if I'd like to dance. She's like, "I hear you're the guy that." couple dances with the girls and I'm like full of myself I'm like yeah I'm that guy (laughs) and and who is she Tony Basil Mm -hmm. so I proceed to dance every bobby pin out of her hair (laughs) throwing her ragdolling her all over the club and she was already 45 Shut up. I'm kidding. Oh, no, I'm nice. joking. You know I love well, she's her. She's 72 now. I mean, <laughs> she's, she's absolutely unbelievable. She's unbelievable. I'm not even going to test that. <laughs> I love you, Tony. Um, but no, Tony was probably 30, yeah. 35. Yeah. Um, in full form. Oh yeah. Um, and the cl- it was like a movie because it was you know those kinds of situations where it's like the world is swirling around you and you're like slow motion, mm-hmm. and mm. she's screaming in my ear. Um, I have this show. I'd like for you to be in my show. Um, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, she's like telling me I pay $50 a show. And I'm like 20. I'd never been paid for anything. Right. Um, hmm. And she started my, my professional career. Um, and all at the same time, Miranda, one night, um, we went to see Alvin Ailey together. She went to see Alvin. And after the show, I was like, I think I can do that. Mm. You know, it doesn't look like those guys started at six. Mm -hmm. They were probably teenagers when they started. And I know I'm old, but I think I could probably. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I asked her, you know, what do you think? And she was like, you can, but you got to get to work, buddy. Mm. And I said, okay, give me a list of where I need to go. And she was like, here for ballet, here for jazz, here for modern. And the next day, I had my hand on the bar at Gene Marinaccio's. Wow. Remember Gene Marinaccio? Yeah. yeah. Over wow. on Vine. Mm-hmm. Um, before the bomb. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> before the bomb. Oh. Um, and that's how everything kind of wow. started. So you immersed yourself in studying dance, all styles. Yeah. Um, and you were working at the same time. Yeah. Full-time I, job, regular full-time job. Full-time job, worked as a printer's assistant. Wow. You know? Wow. Um, and that's what paid um, for me to to study dance. And then it was great, too, because something happened in the economy, Reaganomics, something. Yeah. And I got laid off, but I got unemployment. And that allowed me, I was living with my grandma, so it allowed me to do a, a full immersion. And um, Tony's show... I, Tony, I just need to say thank you forever mm-hmm. for my whole, for all of my life. I will say thank oh. you, um, and she knows why. Yeah. 
Um, but in, in that show was so much talent. Um, and I was in love with the Trinas, with the ballerinas. Mm-hmm. She had three ballerinas and, and two ballet dancers, the twins. I'm not sure if you knew the, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew the twins. You know the twins? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. Karen and Sharon. No, men. Oh. Boys. I thought you were talking about the Chip and Fip. Chip and Fip. From, from Pasadena. <laughs> Shut up. They were monsters. Chip and Fip. Yes. They were absolute monsters. Well, yeah. one of their wives was one of the ballerinas, mm. Cindy. Mm-hmm. Jerry Gale. Anybody know Jerry Gale? Mm-hmm. Diva. Mm-hmm. Diva. Mm-hmm. I don't, Jerry, I'm sorry. I don't know if it was ABT or New York City Ballet, and then she came back here. Wow. And Palace Slider. Mm-hmm. You guys know Palace, yeah. don't you? Um, and I was in love with him. I would stand the wings amazed. Mm-hmm. And Shabadoo was in the show, and uh, so, so much talent. I'm going to forget everybody's name. Um, and the people working in the, in the formation of it, um, Kenny Ortega was around, mm-hmm. um, just kind of hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy named David Winters, mm-hmm. um, he was kind of her mentor. And I knew who he was right away because I was a lover of West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And he was the little redhead guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in, in West Side Story. And he, in the show, she would introduce all of her dancers, and she didn't really like jazz dance. She had something kind of against jazz dance. It was like ballet or street dance. And Mm -hmm. so she would introduce everyone, and my introduction was, you know, I don't really like jazz dance, but I really like this guy. Mm -hmm. So he's in my show, and I'm happy he's in my show, Billy. And that was like my introduction. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, whatever, okay. Hop, skip, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll be the jazz guy, you know. Um, Even though I've been studying jazz like six months, along with ballet and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, And... uh, David Winters um, came up to me uh, after one of the shows. He saw the show probably every night. Um, and he said, I'd like for you to be my assistant um, for uh, this upcoming Diana Ross show and tour. Wow. Wow. I mean, I've been studying that six months. Right. Wow. Tony Basil, but- Diana Ross. What? Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. 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 That's just blessed. Yeah, place, yeah, place, time. yeah. Right, yeah. Before you go on on that professional note, dude, how did your family handle your transition from this veterinarian path and married to this sort of bon vivant, new found dance life? Um, I was lucky. Um, my family is small um, and very, very tight, um, and they were all incredibly supportive and all new. I was doing the right thing because I've danced my whole life. Um, my mother even put me in, ball- in ballet class when I was like four or five. And I lasted about four classes. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, Mom, I like it. Yeah. But I don't want to be the only boy in class mm-hmm. with all of these little girls in pink mm-hmm. running around. So sign me up for baseball or football. And so I did sports until I was 20. Um, but I liked it. Um, and... Uh, my mom, besides her emotional support, um, there was no financial support I, I, at that point because I'd already been married and I left school when I was really young, like mm-hmm. 13. So I was already working. 
Um, but she bought me my first portable stereo mm-hmm. because I would go to all of these you mean like a rich box. Pe- no, this oh. was pre-boombox. <laughs> We're talking pre-boombox. This is like a stereo <laughs> record player, you know, pre-boombox. I love it. Um, and I would run around Beverly Hills teaching women. In their private residence? Rich, yes. Oh! Um, disco. Love it. And they wanted to be thrown around and manhandled. And I was like, bring it. And this is 76, 77, the height of disco. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's like right at that time, Saturday Night Fever came out. Yeah. And so then um, everything that I did was what the industry wanted, mm-hmm. you know. So I got mm. so incredibly lucky to be there at the right time. Mm. Um, but I, something told me, I think because I started dancing late, um, I knew that I needed to get trained because I knew this fashion was going to go out of fashion. Mm-hmm. And then what do I do? I needed a solid state. Yeah, I needed mm-hmm. to be trained. Mm-hmm. Good, um, Good for you and, for realizing uh, that, that you needed well, longevity in order. Yeah, and, but I think it was because I started late. Mm-hmm. Because I had a lot of, a lot of friends, d- dancers, who, who had like been dancing their whole lives mm-hmm. and who never kind of got it. Right. Nureyev is right here. He didn't start till he was 17. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, hey, Rudy. That's, I mean this, everyone has a different picture. That's what I love about yeah. your story. Right you know, there. so if you've listened to this and you think, oh, I missed the boat, it's never too late. No, it's never too late. But you got you to yeah, bust you your work. butt. You got to bust your butt. You got to bust your butt. And then the, the luck continued. I mean, Diana Ross, that was like... So David Winters hires you as assistant. You've never been an assistant before. No, I not even, even in dance class. Did you even no. know what an assistant was supposed to be doing on a, a no. dance job? No. No, so but you, I was wow. going to be one. You were going to be one. <laughs> I was going to be the best <laughs> damn one you'd ever seen, whatever he's wow. got to do. So you held auditions, and it was it in L.A.? It was in L.A. Okay. Um, and the funny thing was Diana, she was like, I want all guys like him. That's what I want all around me. <laughs> I went with this, Russ. Okay. <laughs> I want like six well, foot, all beautiful models around me. And I want to be like a, a, a fly in a bowl of milk. Hmm. Oh. I was like, hmm. seeing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just like, listen, I got something that I want you to see. So she got incognito one night and I took her to Gino's. Oh. Mm. Fantastic. She was like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. This is prima donna, pre-vogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's sort of of taking the model off of Anne Margaret with all those tall, hot jazz dancers around her. Yeah, but I mean, I think that that's a a symbol of status. Yeah. Yeah. That you have those boys. Yes, yes, yes. You know, Cher had her boys. Shirley MacLaine had her boys. Mitzi Everybody had their boys. Liza had hers. And so she wanted hers. So I understood it. I got it. But I knew that she, at that time, um, her album, The Boss, Mm -hmm. was coming out. Mm -hmm. She was on top of the world. So I was like, you need something that is going to... Lead the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Not follow everybody, but be be ahead. And so I took her um, to Gino's and she was like, it's on. Mm -hmm. Hire them. So what we did was we ended up hiring... Four jazz dancers, one of which I was, and then five street dancers, one of which I was. Um, I danced in both groups. Um, 
And I, when the jazz came, I usually danced in the second line <laughs> because the jazz dancers were so much better than mm. me and I had so much respect for them. Mm. Andre Delaroche, you know Andre Delaroche? Mm. Andre. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to stand in front of Andre, <laughs> and I've been dancing six months. Jeez. So I stood back and learned. Yeah. And yeah. robbed. From the best. From the best. On the job training. Amazing. From the best. Yeah. Um, and uh, we started our tour, and the, the show went for like three years. Um, and there's so many stories. Um, Tell us one juicy one. Um, or two. Or three. Uh, <laughs> you have a well, studio, don't you have a Studio 54 story? Yeah, yeah, Studio 54 is pretty great. That was the first year um, that we were on tour, and uh, we played at Radio City Music Hall. And um, on the weekends, not even, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, she was like, you know, we're we're going to Studio 54. We were like, of course we are. Yeah. So the limousine limousine would, would roll up, and we'd hop in the limo with her, and we showed up at Studio 54 and got rushed in and it's like everybody that you had admired and I mean from from Al Pacino to De Niro to Liza Minnelli to Warhol just Mm. everyone from politicians to art everybody is there Um, such a unique Time in our history, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just that moment. Yeah. Um, very, very special place. And the funny thing was, I remember I there's a picture of of me dancing with her in People magazine. Um, and I have on these little bitty. Remember dolphin shorts? <laughs> oh, yeah. Stripe, oh, yeah. Shut up! Where are you laughing? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. you in dolphin with a, shorts. With a dance belt and dolphin shorts. Candles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and they were. It was all stripes. a dance belt and dolphins, <laughs> and everything is peekaboo. Yeah. Everything yeah. is everything is I out. So yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, flat. One more flat back. Okay. He still wears them. All right. Um, <laughs> still wear same pair. And uh, um, but I remember coming into the club with pants on. <gasps> and, and somehow, somehow, you had somehow. dolphin shorts conveniently underneath them. <laughs> yes, yes, because I knew I wanted bon- bon and I might have to split. And I'm, you just might have to. <laughs> I see big jetés happening, and <laughs> dolphins clear the way. Clear I know. The floor. What was what in I, Studio Fifty Four? Yeah. Why, yeah. Why not? Why not? And, um, and I know that your supporting leg was turned out from the hip. <laughs> It was. I know that because you know, that's it. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's true. Turn. They told me to turn out. And you I know. did it. That's why. Uh, Hip replacement. <laughs> um, force it, force but, uh, it. But yeah, Studio 54 was um, a, a, a time, a, a moment in, in, in cultural mm-hmm. um, expression and in dance um, that was... Fabulous, but it was also the beginning of of uh, many dark moments mm-hmm. that we all went through, mm-hmm. and there's many people that we lost in the eighties, mm-hmm. um, uh, and that was the preboil, mm-hmm. you know, peak. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, there goes oh, the light. Shit. And fire. They got me! Fire. Ah! 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 Really? Smoke and fire. Reboil. Oh, we're going to keep filming, even though we have a fire yeah, emergency. It was the off ball. camera. 
The bold. Hopefully, hopefully we'll that's because you're hot, Billy. Hot, hot. hot. Chilly. We're all hot Chilly. in the seventies and eighties. Oh man, hot. big hair, hot. <laughs> But we'll continue. We'll continue. All good. Good. Is there, we still got light? We're good. Are we okay? Yeah, and, and we don't really need it. Oh, okay. Uh, there we that go. One closer. Oh, it there smells. We go. Uh, <laughs> it's the sulfur. <laughs> is it the devil or is it the light? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Still rolling. Still good. Still rolling. Awesome. For 23 minutes. So, three years traveling the world with one of the biggest superstars on the planet. Yeah. What did you take away from that job? Um, Financially, spiritually, emotionally, professionally? Um, maybe the question is not what I took away, but what I got. Okay. The gift I got. What did you gain? Um, one night, HBO is filming the show. And I have another picture in, um, in Diana's dressing room. She would have like impromptu parties. Yes. Her dressing room was like... <laughs> This three times. So she would have little parties. And that night, uh, Grace Jones had come to the show. Mm. And she was pretending like she was livid, but she wasn't livid. Right. But she was pretending like it because Grace Jones, there's these umbrellas for, for lights. She had on a hat like that <laughs> in fuchsia oh. in the audience. So the whole audience is like looking, who is that? Who is that? And Diana's like, how am I supposed to sing? We miss things, got that hat on. <laughs> oh, no. So, so afterwards, there's a party in her dressing room. And the picture is me dancing with her. Her brother, Chico, who's also in the show, and Andrew. There's a few other people in the picture. And then there's a big pink hat. And then behind the pink hat are people. And there's a sofa. And you can't see in the picture who's, who's seated on the sofa. But it's Marvin Gaye, Donna Summers, and Gladys Knight. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And I'm, I'm 20, maybe 21. Right. So in that show, before this is all happening, um, she... Uh, okay, I'll, I'll roll it back a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Um, about three weeks into rehearsal, um, the director, David, um, comes up to me and says... Listen, Billy, I'm 20. This job is so big, I'm not going to really be able to choreograph it. So how about you choreograph, and I'll hit you under the table, and... It's all good. We're good, right? And I'm like, hell to the... Yeah, we're good. I'm 20. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, what? Now you're getting an assistant check, a jazz dancer check, a break, uh, street dancer check, and now another little... check Bonus. Checks. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, and... But it was a secret. Yeah. I never said anything. I didn't feel the need to say anything. It was an honor mm -hmm. um, for him to think that I was actually capable to do the job. Mm -hmm. um, and so a year later when HBO is doing this special, um, Diana's int introducing her dancers. She in introduces everyone. I'm always the last person. And she says, and my lead dancer, choreographer, Billy. Total shock to you. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she didn't have to do that, mm -hmm. but that was like the beginning of my choreographic career because mm -hmm. no one knew. That acknowledgement. Yeah. Oh. No one knew that I was choreographing or that I could or that I did. Mm -hmm. So she just from her heart was like, you know, David Winters, he, he's already got right. everything. everything right. 
But this young kid is starting off. Amazing. And people need to know mm. that this part of the work is his. Mm. This young kid did this. And that was the gift that I got that to this day has never stopped giving. Right. Um, just in my heart, that, mm-hmm. that kind of generosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it was good. It's so important to hear things like that because there's so many assholes out there that will throw you under the bus to get ahead, just the slightest bit, you know. But there are people that do mm-hmm. operate in an ethical way. It's yeah. not, unfortunately, it's not mainstream, but there still yeah. are some really yeah. great people to yeah. work mm-hmm. for. And sometimes it's not even ethics, it's just kindness. Kindness, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, right. just, just, yeah. just... A sense of kindness. Yeah, yeah. a sense of kindness, yeah. you know, and, and the feeling that you're doing the right thing. Lift up. Lift yeah. up your brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Amazing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. from there, the, the, the tour ended, and now you're a famous choreographer? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, something. I don't know if I'm a famous choreographer. Did you go back to New York or L.A. after that? I went back to L.A. Okay. Um, I never really left L.A. New York was just, you know, we would tour and we would right. stop by, right. by New York. Um, but mainly her big, uh, her long stays were in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, so Vegas kind of became a, a second home. Mm-hmm. Um, but with David, he continued to work with me. Um, I started doing uh, a lot of TV work, um, choreographing Love Boats and yeah, Fantasy yeah, Islands yeah. and TJ Hookers and all of no, that stuff. Really? And Burbanks. Oh, yeah, all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, no yeah. Idea. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. Yeah. So you're 23 and you're on the lot, you're doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're the Wonderkin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and are you teaching? Have you started teaching at this point at studios? We didn't talk about that, but I actually started teaching dance before I started taking. Ah. Um, Miranda took me to this studio in Venice called uh, Room to Move. Julie McDonald's place. Yes, yeah, Julie McDonald. And, wow. and, Hi, Julie. And Myrna Ron and, and, Myrna, and yeah. Nina. Uh, uh, love you three also. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you know Russell Clark? Russell, of yeah. course. Yeah. He was my first jazz teacher. Mm, Um, I started taking from him there. Um, But she took me there, and she was just like, you just have to see him. Mm -hmm. And they put on some music, and I danced around and acted a fool. And and they hired me on the spot. So I started teaching disco (laughs) there. Um, Fantastic. Okay. And then I I, I started um, teaching more professionally and finally got myself to... Miranda Garrison, I just want to interject this. I love Miranda Garrison. Yeah. And I don't think people really realize the depth of knowledge and what an impact she has had on our industry. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Especially the film Dirty Dancing in particular. As long as, and I never knew that story about you. And yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't get the credit that I think she really deserves. Anyway, I, I didn't mean to. No, I, could, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I would rather talk about Miranda than myself. <laughs> because I, I we'll, am, have, we'll have Miranda I am on for such sure. a fan. But you had yeah. two angels. You had her, Tony Basil. I mean, like when you first starting yeah. heavy hitters yeah yeah and david yeah. Winters, I mean, come on. yeah, yeah. And, and, exactly. and, yeah. and david Winters. and today e- even today david we're, we're in contact on facebook nice. and i have so much respect for him and he's such a fan of mine yeah. um and i know he's happy to see me giving back 
to young artists. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it's, the, cycle. The, the cycle keeps going. And so much of my own beginnings go back to West Side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had the, the honor to know him and to know Cheetah, um, who Cheetah Rivera, people, please, mm. please. Yeah. The um, one and only. The one and only. Um, but yeah, I started teaching at Dupre's, mm-hmm. um, and I taught uh, disco uh, for Tremaine. Um, <laughs> my main teachers were Tremaine and Jaime Rogers, and my mentor, above all others, was Michael Peters, mm-hmm. um, who I absolutely adored. How did you yeah. meet Michael Peters? Um, for those of you who don't know, Michael Peters, an icon in the dance industry, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, yeah. I mean, yeah. everything. Everything, mm-hmm. everything. Um, a friend of mine, Donna Hyatt, who was uh, a street dancer, but also, if I'm not mistaken, an English teacher. So she was like this crazy dichotomy. Um, she, uh, she actually took me on Soul Train one of my first times. Little awesome. white, little white, little white girl takes me on Soul Train. Love it. And more bucket list, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, she one day she says, "You need to come to this guy's class." And I'm like, "Who? Mm-hmm. Where?" Because everything was so new to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, people would take me to Claude. People would take me yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "Michael Peters, you're gonna love him." Mm-hmm. And so I went in the tightest white. Jazz pants. Yeah. <laughs> Milliskin. I'm, I mean, I'm embarrassed now, but at the time I, I knew I was hot. Fly, but, baby. but, you know, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm serving okay. these jazz pants. Okay. And, and at one point, Michael says, because he was famous for walks across the floor, yes. and he kind of stops the class and he was like, You go back and, and you go back and do it first. I was like, Me? First time in class. Yeah, first oh time in class. And, uh, and I was like, um, Billy, tear it up. Walk. Yes. Um, and that started uh, a long love affair with, with him um, that had, had rough periods. Um, uh, not, a, not a sad ending, mm-hmm. but... Um, one of the things that I learned for, for a while, after I did beat it with him, he didn't talk to me for, for quite a while. Why do you and think that was? I didn't know why. Okay. I really did not know why. And then um, I was on the Burbank lot one time and I was choreographing. Do you remember Marine Jahan? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Flash dance. Absolutely. Body double. Hello. Absolutely. And she was kind of had her little starlet moment. Yep. Yes. Um, I think we were doing a TJ Hooker. Um, and uh, I know, it's crazy just saying that. And we were on the lot, and we were in one of those carts, and we were talking, and I think they were getting ready to do Thriller. And he didn't call me for it. And I was just concerned, you know. I was like, is everything, I don't know. Yeah. It, it seems like something happened. Yeah. And she said something about... I think it might be because you're using some of his bar in your class. And I was like, hmm. At that time, that bar, and I'm not going to be able to remember her name, 
I'm sorry, was from their teacher in New York. Mm-hmm. So it was the same bar that Lester did, yeah, Jerry. Right. All those guys did that bar. Standard bar. Yeah, yeah. and it was just like all of us did Joe Tremaine's, yeah. right. that jazz war. Or Doug Call. Or, or, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was kind of a staple mm-hmm. um, that you kind of drew on. And especially as a young dancer, I was thinking it was flattery. I was thinking I'm drawing mm-hmm. from... So Beverly Johnson, was it? Was that the one? No, no, Beverly Johnson was the model. Yeah. Um, but I knew it was with a B. Yes. Yeah, her right. name is with a B. Um, Lee? No. 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 It's Coors Line. Was it Beatrice? Something like that. Because Edgar, they, oh, everyone studied. Everyone studied mm, with her. Mm. Incredible bar. Amazing incredible picture. bar. She produced like fuerte, fuerte, develope, yeah. yes. tilt, return, yeah. attitude, oh, yeah. tilt. Nice. Oh, my God. Loved it. Nice. And um, I was, I was like, okay. So then I went through a period of revamping my class to become 100% me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started teaching at, remember Alley Cat? Yeah. Started teaching at Alley Cat. And um, every once in a while, I would see a figure in the observation room in the shadows. And... Whenever there was a break, I was like, I know who that is in the shadows, but I need to go closer to the window. And it was him. Mm. Just watching. Mm. And I said hi, and he was already not well at this at this point. Mm. Um, and he would do that every once in a while. Just come and check me out mm. um, and say hi. And then he started sending me... Um, People to personally train mm-hmm. for uh, jobs that might be on Broadway in New York or mm. uh, films in New York. He mm-hmm. would send them to me. Oh. Hmm? That might be battery. Was that? Could be. Could, Could be, be 25 minutes. Right? Part yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. crap. Battery died. Okay. Do we have another battery? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Charging right there. Yay. You know, it's so funny because I was like that with my uncle too. I worked with him forever and then we fell out and that, well, it was my fault though because yeah. we were doing Pointer Sisters and um, it was me, Art Palmer and Edgar and we, we were rehearsing on, on cement. He was definitely... Michael Peters did Pointer Sisters? Oh, sure. before, before Kenny. Yeah. Before Kenny. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah. I did Pointer Sisters too. But we were like working on cement and it was long hours and then he was rented a place out in Malibu and David, David Robertson, a Robertson yeah. Uh-huh. was assistant and David was coming and change everything. And then he'd come back the next morning, it'd be all changed. He'd be like, what the fuck's going on here? You guys, and Dave wouldn't say anything. And sell us down the river. Oh, like, no. And we'd do it. It would happen every fucking day. This went on for a month. And my knees started to get shot because of the cement. I had mm. a lot of knee work and all this sort of stuff. Plug it back in. So, we're going to need So, finally, I, I just, I, I had enough. I, and I, I said, I can't do this. I'm out of here. <laughs> and um, he you quit the, the job. Quit the job. You like, totally quit the job. I said, Michael, I can't do this, mate. My body's worth more than this, you know. Yeah. And I told him what was going on. And he was so pissed at me, and he had every right to be. But to his credit, because at the very end he called me and said, "We need to make amends." So mm-hmm. we went and we met. Yeah. We had a lunch. I love that. Oh, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. I love that guy too. Yeah, yeah. Nice. really nice things for me too. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. You yeah. start yeah. talking about so, I was like, so much class. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is it working? Is it working? 
there we go. Four seconds, five seconds. <laughs> and welcome back to Welcome back to the Shuffle and Flow Part 2 with the incomparable Billy Goodson sharing some unbelievable stories. So, <sighs> so you left off with Michael Peters and yeah. how that relationship sort of went full circle. Yeah. And yeah. then from there, where did you... Where, now, let me... Before you, before you go on, I want to ask you about... You really sort of started a whole fitness thing with a little thing called Cardio Funk back yeah. in the day. How did that come about... And it became such a big part of your brand in the early years. Oh, I had a brand. You had a I brand. Did. You did, did have a brand. I guess I did. You had a brand. Yeah. Billy's so, back. Yeah, Billy's back. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Shut up. So how did that <laughs> Yeah, that was during Cardio Fitness. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. awesome. How yeah. did that come in? How did you say, okay, I'm going to do this? And You know what that was? That was, I got into aerobics um, because I was on the road with Ross. And it was hard to find a good dance class. But it was easier to find an aerobics class. So I got into aerobics, um, and high impact killed me. Mm-hmm. I mean, just killed my body, all that bouncing and jumping. And um, I started taking from Karen Voigt, mm-hmm. who was an ex-dancer, um, who opened a, a studio on La Cienega. And I would take her class, and it was right at the beginning when low impact was just starting, Mm -hmm. but it was really nerdy. It was kind of like jazz hands, and Mm -hmm. oh my God, it was like embarrassing to do. Viral video. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wonder white bread on... on Yeah, you said (laughs) it, you said it. Um, And I was like, there has to be something better than this. And this was like right at the beginning of hip hop. And so I went and I talked to Karen and her husband, Henry, and I said, uh, how about if we come up with this exercise class that's basically hip-hop oriented, mm. um, low impact, um, that's for everybody. And she was like, we love it. And that shit took off like... Mm-hmm. Nationally. I'm, internationally. Yes, internationally. 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 Now, this was before DVDs. Did you make VHS and did you distribute them and the, you had the did, whole did, deal? Did the whole deal. Oh, my goodness. Did the whole deal. Um, but then when it started to go really, really big, um, I wasn't interested in it anymore. Mm. It was like, this isn't my life. Dance is my life. Right. This was... You got pulled on this other path. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when things start to go corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was interesting because right off my heels, I mean, Cardio Funk was still on the burner. What's his name? Billy Blank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Started crunch and whatever. What was yeah, which was which all of it was kind of a bit of an offshoot of of cardio funk. Um, So I was like, "Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Let it be his uh, his story. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cardio funk is part of my story, but it's not. I can't stay in the the fickle fitness business. Right. Um, But it was a great." four or five years, um, and I remember class, I think we had a limit of 70 people, and it would sell out at 8 in the morning, and the class was at 8 in the evening. Mm. Yeah, it mm. became like this rock star thing, yeah. and, and... I would just and, try to take a few times, and it was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, every every dancer was there, yeah. stars, yeah. Uh, I remember James mm. Tater would be in there, and, 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 and Paul Abdul, and all of their dancers, wow. and all of Janet's yeah, dancers. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a great moment, um, but and I remember all of my dance friends were like, 
what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, collecting checks. Well, yeah. I mean, part of it was that, part of it was that, but it was like, it's still dance. Yeah. And it's actually giving dance to so many people that mm-hmm. in our professional world, it wouldn't, wouldn't reach. Access, right. Right. And I had people, I had so many people, and you know, LA, how many people go to therapy. Mm-hmm. When they were taking cardio funk, they stopped going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need no little serotonin. Yeah, they were like getting Absolutely. getting rid of so much stuff exactly. and getting so much good mm-hmm. stuff back in that they were like, for several years, I didn't go to therapy. Um, and it was also during the beginning of AIDS, and everyone had this. Um, sexual energy that was like pent up and they didn't know what to do with it Mm. and that Mm. fear of Mm. you know going to the clubs and being crazy and this was like a great kind of orgy yeah you know for an hour with your clothes on (laughs) safe as hell um and you could basically get off you know in in an hour um and so it was fabulous but i knew at the end of the 80s I'm done. It was time and, for you to... Yeah, and I want to get back to... Well, you, to, when, to when did you start going... You were started choreographing in Europe in the late 80s. Is that right? You've been with... Uh, no, in the... Well, my first time in Europe was in 84. Mm-hmm. Um, I did um, a job that ended up winning um, the Eurovision Song Festival. I'm not sure if you know what that is. Most Americans don't. Oh, do you yeah, really? Look at you guys with, uh, with some Swedish guys. I don't. Actually, <laughs> I, it's a, I didn't think you would... <laughs> Um, but uh, the European but that that took me to Europe the first time, like the Voice. Yeah, it's a, it's a song competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it's a big thing in Europe, mm-hmm. and even in Australia, we love it. It's like we get together, you know, you make pizza, we get yeah, it, you know, yeah, it's so yeah. good. It's the worst of the worst, but the best, the, the worst of the worst. Of the worst. <laughs> and I, I worked with this group called the Harays. Hi yeah, guys, hooray. three brothers, Swedish brothers, and they lived in L.A. One of them used to do Fame, Richard. He oh, did wow. Richard Array. Mm. Mm. You ever do Fame? Um, he did that a little bit, but okay. all three of them danced. All three of them sang a little oh, bit, wow. and they had this song called Digaloo Digalay, <laughs> which was like this. I couldn't possibly win. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, it could not possibly win. Ding 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 um, ding. <laughs> so I actually choreographed the song to. Um, to Rick James, uh, uh, Super Freak. Yeah, I did the choreography to that, and then and then put it on that. Other put song. it on yeah. Digaloo yeah. I love it. Yes, because um, you had to have that feeling. They won. They won. Well, and that was in '84. Swedish, right? Swedish. That, that's how ABBA got discovered. They won. Yeah, it ABBA. Too, right? yeah, yeah, we won yeah. ten years after ABBA. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh so even to this day, when I go to Sweden and they put that song and play it in a club or something, people run to the dance floor. Oh, Billy, do you know this song? Oh, I was like, baby. <laughs> one, yeah, two. Yes, I know, one, two. I, I know this song. But it's, it's just weird. But um, yeah, that's when I first went um, to Europe. And then uh, in 87, I went seriously. I went mm-hmm. to do a, um, uh, a TV show with a, a big Italian star named Gino Bramieri, who was like real old school. He was kind of like, not really like Jerry Lewis, but comedian, actor, mm. all around showman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was choreographing for, we had stars coming, international stars coming every week. And there was a girl that was there and I was choreographing for her. And she was the star of the Moulin Rouge in Paris. 
And I did two or three numbers for her, and she called the Mulan and said, somebody get down here with oh. a contract oh, my goodness. for this guy. And the director, Doris, Miss Doris, um, she came down and gave me a contract. And that was 31 years later, and wow. I'm still the choreographer. Amazing. And I'm living in Italy, and yes. that whole Just thing kind of drew me to Europe, yeah. and I fell in love yeah. with Europe. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, that's phenomenal. That's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Who choreographs for, for 31 years on the same? Anything. That's like, well, I know. Exactly. Well, that was that the, that was the a thing. That to what you bring. Well, that, that's the, the wonderful thing that I really feel honored that I'm part of the French story. Mm, absolutely. You know, I mean, because when you think about France, okay, Eiffel Tower, Moulin Rouge, that, you know, Toulouse-Lautrec, you know. So to be a part of that brand, that story, that maison, is, is incredibly mm. um, wonderful. Um, <laughs> and uh, they just called me. They, I, I'm going to go back uh, and give um, the show... Uh, a bit of a facelift. Freshen it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, freshen it up. Because mm -hmm. they've decided not to change it, and it's been there 18 years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Because it's yeah. a classic. I mean... Yeah, but it's time. Um, <laughs> but they finally, last time I was there, a few months ago, they were like, Billy, we're not even going to lie to you anymore. We're not changing the show for a while. So I was like, okay, now we know. But they were like, why don't we get you in and give it a facelift, mm -hmm. uh, modernize mm -hmm. a few numbers. So I'm like, I'm down. So it, it, it's wonderful because I, I feel blessed because I have a, a, an international story mm -hmm. um, and, and I feel so rich um, because, you know, something like the Moulin Rouge um, or even a, a Italy, what Italy has, has, it has as a story, oh, yeah, exactly. you know, mm -hmm. um, from art to food yeah, to yeah, absolutely. culture. culture mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So uh, you, you speak know. French and Italian. Yes, lovely. Yes, lovely. Yes. Billy, I'm going to ask this of every icon because it's important for younger dancers to know. How did you handle your financial success, and how did you hang on to that? Did you have advisors? Did you know? You don't have to get specific, but just generally, how did you hang on? Um, and what what advice think... to the younger generation would you give for that? Oof, what advice? Um, I think I was, I was a bit different than so many of my friends who got agents and managers and bought houses. Um, I was the other guy who lived life. Um, it was a choice. Um, I want to see the world. I want to experience the world. Um, and so, to tell the truth, I've never had an agent. Hmm. I've had uh, lawyers and financial advisors. Um, but I always found that agents wanted to put me in a cubbyhole. And it's like... I need 12 cubby holes. Totally. Mm. You know what I mean? Really, you're um, one of the most diverse choreographers in well, the Well, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I like to do theater. I like to do television. Mm -hmm. I like to do film. I like to do fashion. Uh, I also still teach um, some directing. And so to try to find people that, that don't want to begin to limit you yep. to fit their 
um, what, what their needs are, um, I just found it to be difficult. Yeah. Um, and then at a certain point, and I'm, I'm, I'm very, very thankful that my name kind of precedes me, um, so it wasn't necessary at, at a certain point, you know. Um, getting the job wasn't hard, but getting the right deal, mm-hmm. okay, now I need um, lawyer or a lawyer, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so um, my advice is probably to do it your way and have plenty of backup. Don't be afraid to, to, to get help. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, you know, I mean, I'm kind of like the whopper, you know, do it your way, <laughs> you know, you know, um, don't, don't be afraid of, right. uh, uh, of, and also don't be afraid of, of, of being different. Yeah. You know, I mean, as artists, as people, I think we are all different. There, mm-hmm. There's some things that we share, mm-hmm. um, but don't be afraid, you know. To, to look around at who's around you and draw from that, but don't let that make you think that you need to be that. Right. I tell dancers, you're on your own path. Yeah. You're not on anybody else's yeah. path. You can learn and absorb and, you know. Yeah. If not us, then who? Right. I mean, if not artists, then who? Isn't you that know? what dance is all about anyway? It's yeah. It's about expressing yourself fully. Yeah. And you learn some technique to be able to express yourself even more fully without falling down and breaking yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Billy, it must have been a conscious decision when you developed your style, maybe after Tony Basil, um, to incorporate such classical ballet moves. <clears throat> one eight, and then the next eight be whacking and locking. I mean, my first experience with you was knocked out, and we're doing, you know, double attitude turns into a whacking combination, and it was just so fabulously <laughs> unique that I just was like, wow, this is. So cool, the classical and the new. Does, was that a conscious decision or just sort of organically develop? Organic. Yeah. Completely. I drew from everything that I liked. Um, and you loved the Trinas. And- yeah. And because I, I loved ballet. Um, and it might go back to my mom taking me to that class when mm-hmm, I was four. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but my, my idol um, was uh, Misha Brishnikov. And I completely identified because I played sports. And he had that kind athleticism. of athleticism mm-hmm. um, that um, at that time in the 70s, I was like, this, that's, that, that's what it's all about. It. Um, but then street dance was my heart. But then I loved salsa and I loved afro and I loved mm-hmm. everything. So it just kind of in the, I remember one time uh, Joe Bennett, uh, at Dupre's, my class was kind of the flavor of the month for for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of kids. And there was the big observation room, and then there was a little door off to the side, and there was a little window in it. Mm-hmm. And I would see his eye like mm. peering in. And one day he said something like, "Oh, but that's not dance." And it was a mission for me to prove to him that it was. Mm. And then it became the fashion. And then it became serious 
seriously embedded in in what dancers needed mm-hmm. um, as far as their vocabulary. Right. And so many kids were were growing up listening to hip hop and dancing that dance. Um, it was only natural. Um, but because we were doing it in 79, mm-hmm. um, it was still um, not acceptable. Um, and Joe, I hope I, I did good. Um, <laughs> I think you did great. But, uh, I think you did great. But that, it's just because I love it. Yeah. You know. And, you know, it goes back to nobody's, nobody puts baby in a box. You've got so many different, uh, I don't know, elements to provide to your choreography. It makes it so spicy and so innovative. We are indebted mm-hmm. to you as an icon of choreography and, and, and dance for all that you've given us and the industry, for sure, over these years. In the, in the vein of the Actors Gang, actors gang uh, questions, rapid-fire questions, we're going to ask some questions of you. Uh, what turns you on creative, creatively? Um, honesty. What turns you off? Fake ass. Yeah. What's your favorite curse word? Fuck. What's your favorite choreographer living? Other than yourself. Living. Yudi Killian. Oh, good choice. Fantastic. Snap. And who is your favorite choreographer who's deceased? Can I do two? You can do two. Fosse and Jack Cole. The originators. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Photography. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Interesting. What profession would you never like to do? Bank teller, working in office. Hmm. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Come on in! (laughs) (laughs) Billy, what's your favorite city? Paris. And why? Because I love it. (laughs) And what's your favorite food? Breakfast for dinner. Ah, pancakes. I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Who are your real life heroes today? Who do you consider a hero to you? Ooh, who's a hero? Um, Martin Luther King. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Mother Teresa. That was my next question. Who's your favorite heroine in history? Heroine in history. Well, Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's something about just goodness. Mm-hmm. 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 With no expectation of anything in return, yeah. just goodness. Yeah. Just goodness. yeah. Uh, what natural gift would you most like to possess that you don't already? A quick metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Uh, Too much. Help me with this fat ass. How would you like to die? Not my question. How would I like to die? Sleeping and dreaming of dance. There you go. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. What is your present state of mind? At peace. Happy. 
Well, that's nice. And what faults do you feel? Uh, oh, to what faults do you feel most indulgent? You mean like vices? Vices, uh... <sighs> um... <laughs> well, it's legal now. Well, okay. <laughs> no, you don't need to say anymore. You don't need to say anymore. And then finally, what is your motto? What's, your, what's Billy's motto in life? Do it till you can't do it no more. I like it. Mm. I like it. Fantastic. Gentlemen, any more questions? Nathan, had a Nathan, you had to... some uh, oh no some just, surprises. You you covered so much. I wanted to know about some of the dance some of the dance history before I got to L.A. So that that I knew that you were deeply involved in, and, and you you you, you spoke. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. It what year? Awesome. What year did you? you I came here in '83, and I took your class yeah. the first day I got to L.A. Yeah, I took Jackie's, I remember Jackie's Jazz Five, and then yours was right after. At like I remember seven, you. That, Seven to eight thirty, I think yeah. yours was. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I was so uh, I was just blown away. Number one, Jackie's class was like a whole different thing. I'd never done a pirouette pulled up before, yeah. parallel. Yeah, I got it from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It was Ann Garvin was all plie and all you know, and like drop your chest on your bottom, make your leg look higher. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what she would say, and that's and like it's like sacrilegious, know, hilarious, you know. <laughs> and it's like the it's so so the opposite. But your class was so. Thorough and so well thought out, and Thank you. yours, yours, you were the first male jazz teacher I'd ever had. Oh my god! And uh, and so I was just like, oh, 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 I have so much to learn. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, and you were only twenty six years old when I took your class, and it was like, how does someone who's twenty six have that much presence of mind? Like I think of a twenty six year old now as being a child. Mm-hmm. I know I was a child mm-hmm. at twenty six, mm-hmm. even though I was trying to get married and stuff, but I was like... <laughs> yes, you were. I was <laughs> Didn't work very well. Well, that's okay. You got yeah. to try again. She was lovely. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's all right. Uh-huh. That's all right. Well, thank you. What is thank next for, for Billy Goodson? Um, moving back home. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You're going to leave Italy. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. said that three, four years ago. I know I did. <laughs> Check. I know. I know. <laughs> well, how's your mom? Uh, mom is wonderful. Oh, good. I surprised her and uh, and showed up uh, for Christmas. Um, just left her. Um, it's it's so wonderful to go to because I'm in the family house, staying in the family house with her, and it's wonderful to go to bed with her in the other room and wake up with her in the other room. Mm. There's just something so. Mm. Is that part of your reason um, to move back? Is to be definitely, closer definitely. toward the end of her I'm, life. I'm I'm fortunate to have a, my mom at 91. Wow. Um, and uh, I miss you guys. I miss my family. I I still plan on working in sure, Europe sure, sure, because sure. for for 20, 25 years, I my base was here, but I worked like seven months out of the year in Europe, mm-hmm. and then I got a long job that was like ten months out of the the year mm-hmm. and so I changed my base that was 10 years ago but now I'm not I don't have a gig that's 10 months out of the year you know so I can afford to, to flip it again yeah to flip it so nice. I'd nice. love to do that yes awesome well you guys this has been a fabulous visit with Billy Goodson please be sure and uh, share subscribe like and uh, give us a shout out if you have any questions or any topics you'd like us to cover 
Once again, thank you, Billy. We so appreciate your presence and your you an yeah. honor thank to, you. to have you as our first thank you. icon. Right there. Legend. These guys. These guys. Amen. Ciao. Peace out. Peace. Awesome. Watch. Nothing recorded. Okay. <laughs> right? We missed the whole second half.